I don't think there is the one. I think the one is who you choose. It's the same thing when it comes to people saying like, oh, it's, it's my purpose. It's this, it's that. Your purpose is whatever the fuck you commit your damn life to. That is what your purpose is. You create your purpose. But in regards of the one, the one is whoever you freaking choose to spend the rest of your life with. You make them the one. Welcome to Hardly Initiated, where real men talk real shit. And right now, you are tuned in with the greatest, Tyshawn Jackson and my boy, Dr. Catch. What's good, baby? What's out? Yeah, and listen, listen, legendary episode here. Legendary episode. Hardly Initiated has brought on its first ever guest. This guest here, I'm talking about the founder of Creative Culture Films, which is an innovative production company. Right, an innovative production company. Their job is to find undiscovered talent here in the city of Atlanta. This man already has a breakout hit, right? Black Hole. Go ahead and find it. It's streaming on Amazon Prime videos. And here he is with us today, Cedric Cooper, baby. That was a hell of an introduction. Hey, welcome to the show. Did you see the face this man was making when he hey. was when he was giving that I was intro? Give, I was giving yeah, the serious. <laughs> right here. Yo, Cedric Cooper's in the building, y'all. Yo, double hand clap for hey, Cedric Cooper's in the building. Hey, that's respect, man. And we we very excited up? about you being on the show, man. What's, What's good up? with you? I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, fellas. Yo, listen. L- let me tell you why we had to do this though, because it's been rumored that the eligible bachelors, the host. Of Harley Initiated, myself and Ryan Ketchens have been given a biased perspective to the game. They hate on us already, man. Yeah, Al- yeah. already said we 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 just just single man's perspective. They yeah. they they saying that this is coming from a single man's perspective. So mm. what we have done is we have recruited intentionally. All right, you, you heard the you heard the intro. Yeah, we've brought together a well-rounded man, a well-accomplished man, and also, by the way, a married man. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you, we brought somebody from the other side. Oh, man. <laughs> from the other side. Now, let me tell you something. I don't know if I've already said this on prior episodes, but, fellas, I have very strong feelings on men getting married before 30 years old. And just to make, just to make it very clear, fellas, if you're looking, look dead at me here. Do not get married before 30 years old. Okay? Now... I'm not, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the judge and jury, but that is just what I highly recommend. But here, to the, to the left of me, I got a man who I, who I hold in highly regard that has made that decision. And what we about to be talking about today, guys, is life, right? And life when it comes to marriage under 30. Ryan, man, man give, me, give me your thoughts on this here, man. It's, it's easy, man. It's just one of those things where I'm just like, don't do it. Just don't do it. And I, I, you know, I'm curious to, 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 you know, your thoughts. And that's why I wanted to bring you on the show because I recently seen a post. It was on, uh, what's my, 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 my favorite page of like spiritual world. So spiritual world is this, uh, this really awesome. Spiritual words. Word. Yeah, yeah. I always do that. I always yeah. do that. So spiritual word, right. This, this really awesome IG page. And I think they're based out of Atlanta. Yeah. Right? Now, they recently did a post, and um, I think they probably posted a couple times. I couldn't find it because they got so much content on their page. It's like flooded 
with a bunch of shit. But anyway, they uh, reposted a tweet, and the tweet stated that any man over 30 without a wife and kids has some problems. Not that, you know, <laughs> you know, these guys don't have a problem, but it was really one of those things where my interpretation of it was as if it's some level of abnormalcy that comes with not being married over 30. And I just thought that was ridiculous. Mm. Now, I won't go too deep into my thoughts about it before we kind of hear from you, but I am very curious. I think my first question for you is why? Why what? Why did I get married before 30? Yeah, or like why, why, like, are, why, why now? Uh, <laughs> I mean, and by the way, let's be clear. What is now? It said, how old are you? I'm 28. You're 28 years old. Young you, man. You were officially married at, was it 27 when it happened? Uh, you, no. Uh, I was 28. Okay. You was 28 when I, okay. Yeah. It's fresh. It's, it's, fresh. Co- it's coming up on a, it's coming up on a year in April. A year in April? Mm. Yeah. But we've been together like eight years. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's uh, applaud for that. But, but I want to hear the answer to that too, Sid. Talk about, I mean, why did you go ahead and make choose to make that uh, you know decision to take on that responsibility at 28 years young young man um it, look i'm not i'm not going to put a whole bunch of like fairy tale dust on the story and everything please like don't. that please don't i feel like uh i feel like when you come into a point in your life where you know yourself um before anything because i feel like you can't make an, a, a commitment to somebody else if you don't know yourself um, when you come to a position where you've met someone that kind of checks checks all the boxes and uh, and has gone through a series of tests of dealing with you, you know what it is to deal with you. You know what it is to deal with you. When you've met a woman that can really attest and, and, and deal with that and pass those series of tests. So not you, not, not you passing her test. You're talking about her passing your test. Well, I feel like it's a mutual thing because... Um, Consent has to be given on both ends. Right. You get what I'm saying? It's not just like, no, you're going to marry me right now. You feel me? It's not one of those situations. Two people are coming into an involvement. For example, you two have 50% take. Well, to my knowledge, you have 50% stake. 50% stake. Look, look, look. I was just about to say that. But in, in, in regards of you guys being business partners, you get what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's a mutual thing. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a partnership. And the same thing goes when it comes to marriage. And so for me, checked all the boxes. I looked at myself. I looked at my circumstances. I looked at where I was projected to go had I not had multiple distractions. And I made the decision. Okay, so okay, this, so this is what I'm thinking. You meet this woman, right? Mm-hmm. And she, like you said, she checks all these boxes. Mm-hmm. But what about the other women that can also check all the boxes? As a man, I think it's very important you ask yourself why you love this person, why you want this person. Because if you're looking at it from a perspective of physicality, that shit goes away. When you're looking at it from a perspective of, um, I don't know, multiple different things. When you look at it from a humanly perspective, that shit can change because people can let you down all the time. You have to understand it's, a, it's about the soul of the actual person. Why do you love this person's soul? Because that's exactly what you're going to be tied to when it comes to being in a marriage. It's an institution that you're committed to. It's not really the person, mm. so per se. But see, the love aspect can also change, right? So, like, if I'm basing it off love and love is this emotion, is even that a sustainable way to vet whether or not this is somebody that needs to be riding with me for the long run? Depending on what your definition of love is. 
You get what I'm saying? Everybody's definition of love and definition of everything is different. But even if it's different, right? I mean, can you really expect this thing to last forever? I mean, at the beginning of it, yeah. At the beginning of it, I mean, you you don't go into anything thinking that it's not going to last. You don't make decisions expecting for it to fail, right? You don't create a business saying, oh, yeah, in five years, this shit going to go to shit. I can't wait. No, no, no. But, but, but you, when you do create a business, you do have an idea of where it's going. And some businesses, you know, could become Amazon, and other businesses don't quite have the capacity. Absolutely. So when two people are involved, my thing is, what puts somebody under the impression that this thing can go, you know, God willing, 30, 40, 50 years? Again, I, I believe it's on the experience of that actual person, the boxes that need to be checked. It's the experience of being with that said person and saying, hey, yeah, I want to spend the rest of my life with them. So my question, is there such thing as the one? Uh, <laughs> so that's how we know we ask some good questions. Shit, I, know, I know the it's, answer. It's, this, it's the same thing. It's the same thing as um, I don't think there is the one. I think the one is who you choose. It's the same thing when it comes to people saying like, oh, it's it's my purpose. It's this, it's that. Your purpose is whatever the fuck you commit your damn life to. That is what your purpose is. You create your purpose. But in regards of the one, the one is whoever you freaking choose to spend the rest of your life with. You make them the one. I finally agree with this guy. Yeah, I'm digging it. I finally out. agree with this guy. <laughs> As a matter of fact, let's actually roll back because I found this really interesting. We always talk about, you know, women naturally testing us. Yeah. And we always talk about, you know, being able to, you know, how to respond to the test and so on and so forth. But said was running his own damn test. Now, I don't know if these tests was intentional or not, mm -hmm. but give me a little bit. Give me some ideas of what what it looks like to actually like test the woman. Like what test did she go through for you to mm -hmm. say, yo, this woman is qualified here for me? When she realized that I wasn't Superman. You get what I'm saying? I wasn't just this full knight in shining armor when she realized that I can actually make mistakes and then look at me and accept me for who I am. And still stick around. And still stick around. Mm. Understand that as a man, it's going to be very important that we have so many different things that we need to deal with that we don't necessarily know we're dealing with at that time. Um... And that's, that's a multitude of things. That's communication style. That's uh, lust. That is uh, uh, lying. That is, there's so many different things. You know, it could be anger. It could be so many different things. And if a woman is really committed to you, she will stand by your side and she will watch you go through these phases that you need to go through. And on the other end of that, I mean, shoot, you got marriage. You got a you got a man that'll really commit himself to you that that really does know himself that really is going through. So you, so you saying that okay? So let me be clear. Yeah. When she figured out that you were not Superman, mm -hmm. that was the test. That was one of the tests. One of the, one of the bigger tests. Yeah. And okay, I, I've also heard this. I really want your take on this one here too because yeah. I think you can get some really good feedback on this. It was also um, something that recently went viral. Um, uh, it was something. I, I don't want to don't quote me verbatim on this one, but the, the guy, a guy was making a point stating 
that you don't really know how much a woman loves you or is loyal to you until she, she, you see how she responds to your infidelity. Mm. So that was actually very interesting. And I, I want to know, do you think that that might be a, let's say, mandatory test? Is that the ultimate test? That you might need to put a woman through to qualify? I don't, I don't know, because not a, not a lot of, I mean, there, there definitely are men that, that suffer with infidelity, but you have women. Suffer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, and that's, that's a whole other thing, like, because like, it's, it's many men. It's, it's many men who cheat. Right. Not me. <laughs> this man is single. Let him tell. He don't got those problems. It's, 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 it's many men that cheat. So I'm, I'm very curious. Like if a if a chick, like he's saying, is she she still accepts you and continues to be with you after you get caught cheating? I mean, that's a down chick, right? I mean, I, I think it's a I think it's a challenge of loyalty when she's realized that her loyal that your loyalty has been broken. I feel like that's a better explanation because if you're talking about specifically infidelity people respond to it different ways. But if it's loyalty, because loyalty could be not lying. Loyalty can be um, not talking to me in a certain type of way, you know? So when it comes to infidelity, some women may not see infidelity as being like the ultimate disrespect. You know, it could be using using um, some insecurities against them, using it as, a, as like verbal abuse or something like that. Mm. It could be of that, of that nature, but... Um, that that is one test. That mm. is one test to uh, to consider. I so, would say. So 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 what is cheating? Because I know uh, people have, or, or what is infidelity? Because I know people have a a wide range of what it what it is. So in in your specific situation, what is cheating? Um. Well, I'm I'm very logic. So I mean, I would say the physicality is having sex with another woman. Okay, so anything before having sex is straight. Um. No. No. Yo, Bell just sent a little text, you know what I'm saying? It was just a little, you know what I'm saying? Just a little back and forth text. Well, I mean, it, it starts mentally. You get what I'm saying? Like, it, it definitely starts mentally. Right. You, have to, you have to plan this. It's something that's premeditated before it actually happens. Mm. So you might have cheated a long time ago before the physical actually happened. So that's a good point. Now, so, mm. now, so now I'm curious. Okay, so we, you know, we got this physicality part of cheating. So mm. let's just stick with that for this, for this conversation. Yep. yep. Now, as a young man, and, you know, you fit, successful, handsome, how do you stay faithful? (laughs) Play the dreamy joint. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's going on right now, but go go ahead. See, I'm comfortable with my masculinity. I feel you. You you feel feel me? And and, and I'm admiring what what you're putting out right here. Right. And I'm very curious. How does this man keep his penis in his pants? To be honest, uh, you pick and choose your battles. You get what I'm saying? I get invited a lot of places. I get um, I get asked to do a lot of different things. And, you know, it's it's a man knowing himself, knowing what certain circumstances to not put himself in. Because uh, when you're doing the Lord's Prayer, you say, don't lead us into temptation, right? <laughs> don't lead yourself into temptation. <laughs> like, it's just like, like for, for example, I have, a, I have a lot of married friends that go to strip clubs. You get what I'm saying? I not to say that there's anything wrong with strip clubs. I feel like it's 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 been proven a successful business business model, whatever the case may be. But, you know, if you're someone that shouldn't kind of be in that setting, like don't put yourself in there. 
But say it, say it, say it. It's not just strictly. I mean, say it, you you an actor. Yeah. You around beautiful women. Yeah. You 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 have a social media presence. Yeah. Right. So I'm sure your DMs. You put out a, a funny post. You get a bunch of chicks DMing you. So yeah. it's not like you have to force yourself for into these situations. No. I mean, with just everyday life, like yeah. when women approach you, like how do you interact and engage with women without you know, uh, I guess displaying these inappropriate um, or questionable behaviors. For me, I begin with the end in mind. You know, if I if I get to a point where I see a beautiful woman, a beautiful woman, and I'm just like, shit, man, I'd fuck the shit out of her, whatever the case may be, right? On the other end of that. Is that what you say out loud or that, that's what's in your no, mind? No, mentally. If that's cheating. You thought it. You're a cheater. No, no, no. <laughs> for, the, right. for the purposes of the conversation, it's, right. it's physical. Right. Um, so when it, when it comes to it, it's like you have to begin with the end in mind. What happens after you have climaxed and all of that stuff happens? Reality is going to set in. And you're going to realize for those brief minutes or however long your, your escapade is, you just, just, you, you've just jeopardized everything. Mm. Because now you got to look yourself in a, in a mirror. You know, it's not, just a, it's not just you breaking loyalty with your woman. You're breaking loyalty with yourself. You made a commitment to yourself as well when it comes to being in marriage or making any decision of being a man. And if you decide to break that covenant, not only with your spouse, but with God and with yourself. I mean, shoot, you ain't got no respect for yourself, honestly. That's a good point. I'm just curious, why does monogamy just come with marriage? It just seems like it's just kind of like it's like a, a package, yes, package it, deal. It's, it, it is a package deal. It is. And it's, 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 it's really interesting because when I'm hearing you describe it, let me, actually, let me give some context because I kind of threw out my thought and my like position on marriage, but I didn't give any real context behind why I, f I think this way. And just like when you get on the airplane and they're giving you, walking you through that boring ass video before every plane, you know, before every ride, they saying, hey, yo, when these face masks fall, make sure you put yours on first before you put anybody else's mask on, right? Absolutely. And what that really means is you make sure you pour into yourself before you pour into anyone else. Absolutely. So the thing about it is I'm, I'm really thinking about how I personally grow in my development and just really most people in general I can say that when I'm alone, right, and when I have no responsibility for anyone else, I get to be selfish and just pour into myself at a maximum level, right, at the maximum level. And whatever that needs to look like, I get to go about doing so. And I feel that is one of the biggest superpowers I have that allows me to grow, right? I get to be selfish. I don't have to worry about you. I don't have to be responsible for you. I don't have to stop doing anything I want to pour into me. And that allows me to elevate and to grow into the person I'm growing into day by day. And when I see or think about marriage, I'm thinking now I have to potentially now take on this responsibility and even potentially have to even pull back. I imagine in my mind, I, I see it as a pull, pulling back a little bit, like an my development to now have to now pour into this other person. Right. Take some of the water out of my glass, pour it into this other person. And I, I'm not n before 30. I think that could be really dangerous, you know, and for some guys who's growing slowly, you might have to even hold out a little longer than 30. And, and, right? I, and I think that most guys are in this grow slowly situation. Like most guys are not prepared mentally to get into marriage before 30 years old. Now. So so I, I want to ask this, like you, you hopped into it. So. You're, you're one of the guys I would say you, you're pretty in tune with yourself. I, right. I, I'll give you that. Absolutely. So what are, what are like some prerequisites 
you think like a man needs to have before he jumps in and just makes that decision? Like, what are some things he needs to have fulfilled into himself uh, or have poured into himself first before he just jumps out and just, you know, want to commit to a woman? Um, before I answer that question, I do want to address the fact that when it comes to investing into yourself, that doesn't change when it comes to marriage. It doesn't. You just have to be more intentional on the amount of time that you spend doing it. So it doesn't change the velocity. Does not change the velocity. And the reason why I say that is because I am a man that invests in himself pretty heavily. And I have a, I have a full-time wife. I have a full-time job. I have my own business. I, I do act. I do all, the, all these different things. And I don't personally feel as though my self-development depletes at all. Um, now, in regards of prerequisites before you actually get married is I think you kind of need to have like a vision or a plan on or some sort of dream that you are actually working toward. And I think it's something that you need to act actively communicate and already be working on it prior to the actual woman coming into your life. Because at the same time, it's like, I feel like women are, they're like incubators. You get what I'm saying? And they're, and they're also partners. And as a leader of a fam family and a household, she's going to come to you and be like, where are we going? What are we doing? What you got going on? And she has to make a decision on saying like, hey, okay, I want to ride with you. I want to be here. If you just providing fucking dick and shit, like, like come on, that's, that's plenty out here. Everybody got that. Hey, 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 hey. That's valuable too, right? That's, that's valuable too. Got, hey, hey, hey. I'm not saying that it's not valuable, but it's like it's it's plenty. You could you could you could get dick out here from all the other men out here. You could get you could get pussy from out here and all the other women and stuff like that. But the difference is a vision. It, a difference is actually having a plan and, and doing something with your life. Because when you have a plan, technically you may not have enough time to be doing all these distractions and all this fucking around. That's a good point. So if you got your, if you already are investing in your future and you're yeah. moving forward, and you'll be able to make a solid decision to see if somebody else, you know, kind of fits in that. Right, because they picture. should be supporting your vision and everything that you are already working toward. If a woman is not doing that, you should not be sitting up here saying, "Hey, I want to spend the rest of my life with you." So mm. let me so, mm. so let me ask you about mm. that because I hear that a lot. Like you know, I hear a lot of guys, especially young guys, saying, "Oh, you know, I do better when I'm when I'm married and." all of these things I can keep away from distractions and everything, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yep. So let me ask you like tangibly, you know, just some, some tactical things. What is your woman doing to support your interests and your goals? Oh my gosh, man. Uh, for one, she communicates with me. Um, she actively asks me what the vision is constantly reminded me, okay, this is where you said you were going to go. If there's any point of, lack of confidence you get what i'm saying she's like quality assurance <laughs> in all reality if you guys are going to sit up here and tell me that you feel 100 percent, 100 percent of the time that's a lie you talk to your guys you talk to your mom you talk to your dad you talk to somebody and they're just like hey, hey, hey it's all right you ain't gotta worry about that you told me you were gonna do this and i know for a fact you can still do this shit keep going mm. And for someone that is committed the rest of their damn life to you, they believe that and they constantly tell you that day in and day out when they see that you fell a little bit, that's what I promise you. Men, most men 
our love languages are words of affirmation. Because we love a cheerleader. That's damn sure one of mine. That's just at the top. We love a cheerleader. We love a woman to say, yo, I freaking respect the hell out of you. You want some alpha shit. Go get that shit, baby. (laughs) I'm going to be here. What you need. I'm here to support you. So, so... That's damn. That's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. That marriage sounded real good, ain't now, it? Now check huh. this out. No, but yeah. hold on, real quick, <laughs> real, quick, real, quick, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. I'm um, you made a good point because sometimes they do got to see you down. Right. They got to see you at these down moments. Right. right. Now you the leader of the household, right? You the top dog, and being vulnerable, you know, and you got to be strategic with that vulnerability, right? Absolutely. You, you too vulnerable. You're weak. Right. Right, you're not vulnerable enough. Then you're avoidant. Right, you're avoidant. So, like, get, get, what's the what's the middle ground to that? Like, how have you found? You know, are you intentional about your vulnerability, or are you just kind of loose with it? However you feel, you just kind of letting it fly. How, how, how he's a very animated guy, so I'm curious about this. You one. have a to very be mo- extremely strategic. If you told your employees every time that the business made a mistake or something going on. They're not going to be committed. They'll be looking for a new job. Exactly. So as a man, you know, when it comes to that self-development, when it comes to that self-love and worrying about yourself being a pivotal point when it comes to marriage and sharing the rest of your life with, you need to make sure that you communicate effectively. And what that means is if you're going through a space where you're not feeling okay, you're not doing that. You have to have some sort of routine or practice that gets you out of that space because it has to be extremely low for you to actually communicate to your partner saying, hey, I need somebody else's input on getting me back up to speed. Otherwise, you're going to be in trouble and she's not going to feel like you're sufficient enough to lead the household because I look at it like this. I may be the CEO. She's the president. Any decisions that the CEO, CEO makes has to communicate with the president to preside his input before he makes a decision, <laughs> right? So it's not so much as like, oh, I'm in charge. I do that. No, it's more so about the actual partnership. I communicate the vision, and she's just like, all right, what do you need from me in order to make this come through? But to answer your question, yes, you have to be very strategic on how you communicate that vulnerability. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense, and it's... it's um. I still, me personally, I think personally I struggle just with communicating my emotions in general or just feeling just in general. I think that's still something I'm working on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm. The, <laughs> this man said he got a cold heart. <laughs> I mean, it's stoic. Yeah, right? it's stoicism. Yeah. No, because I, I'm, I'm, I, my, like my core values and me personally, I am centered so like hardly around logic. That, and and by, by the way, it's very difficult for logic and emotion to coexist. It's very difficult. And, How so? And b- because emotion is not always rational. Right. Emotion is not always rational. So in my rationality, if I sink very deeply into it, I can numb myself to be as rational as possible. To, the emotion can sometimes fog your seeing, right? Fog the lens. So I, some, I tend to numb my emotion... So I can really be highly rational and not be influenced at all by emotion to make sure I'm thinking just as practically as possible to really make the best decision, mm-hmm. not the emotional decision. Mm-hmm. And see, that, that, that's where narciss, uh, narciss, narcissism comes in, yeah. you know, because you, 
emotion is something that you should be harnessing. It's, it's something right. that, that you should you should use to your advantage. You know, right. So you know when the the emotion I think that said is probably describing as more so compassion. Compassion and um, it's kind of hard to describe, man. I feel like any decision that you make involves your emotions, whether it be logic, whether it be practical, or anything like that. You have to feel where you're gonna go. But you see, you also, but see, but but not right. even that. You can't you have act to, But feeling. see, you have to also commute. Knowing how to communicate how you feel is different. Like to feel it and then communicate it is a level you have to be in tune enough to do so. And believe it or not, most people, especially men, are not skilled at that. To know it well enough to feel it and then express what you are feeling is very difficult, especially for men who have not been trained in that. Right. So when it comes to being in a marriage, that is consistent practice on actual communication. It's reflection. I mean, you, 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 so much. It's, it's all about observance and reflection. Yeah. And you're forced to learn how to freaking communicate because you, you're with this person 24 freaking seven. In the morning, you see them. At night, you see them. The next day, you see them. Months from now, you see them. <laughs> this guy goes. So, so, so let's, let's dive into that. So, so what about that emotion of, that emotion of, uh, of anger? You know what I mean? Or, or not, not anger, I would say frustration. Mm -hmm. You're in the same house with that person. Are there nights that you get, get put on the couch? Or is that like a no-go in the household? Is uh, we dealing with it? It depends on the situation. If things are getting a little bit too heated and you're not in a state of communicating love, then I actually highly recommend that you take some time to yourself. Get, your situ get yourself situated. And when you're able to communicate from a place of love, then come back because and you got to understand, you have to understand the person that you are with. They're going to take a lot of what you say into effect. And if you say things that don't express love, you know, that person does have to look at you every single day. And so I've came from that space where I wasn't communicating love and I saw how it was actually affecting the person that said, I trust you for the rest of my life. And for me, my voice is very deep. I have a lot of inflection. If I get very frustrated and I'm saying things that are just like stabbing you and it's, it's, it's not really making you feel like I'm here for you, then I'm, I'm not doing my job. So if I get to a point where anger comes to a place, I will put myself on the couch or put myself in another room until I'm able to actually come back to you and communicate from a place of love to tell you, what, how what you said affected me, how the situation is affecting me, what I advise that we do next, and here is how we're going to actually do it correctly. So that, that's my answer. Man, has some tangible items. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, it comes yeah. from experience. I may be married for a year, but we've been together for like seven and a half, eight years. Mm. And yeah. see, that's, see, that's the tricky thing, too, Sid, because y'all been together for – seven eight and a half years or, or, that sounds like it was a part of the test yeah i mean what about all the flavors that you didn't try during that time i mean how do you know that you've experienced enough to make the proper decision um honestly i was kind of at a i was kind of at a place where i was you know i was kind of getting tired of all the different flavors <laughs> yeah man it's like a lot of guys they like some dudes go into it and they're just like man i have they they have this sense of like remorse or i'm missing out or things like that i'm just like man i kind of i kind of been there done that 
You get mm. what I'm saying? And it changes every once in a while because don't get me wrong, I wasn't. I wasn't like just on like seventy five foot yachts and stuff with like freaking Victoria's Secret models or something like that. Um, but at the same time, it's it's the practice. It's constantly going on the dates. It's constantly spending the money. It's constantly investing time with women that you have no investment on. It's kind of like a liability in a sense because after you get your quick fix, you get what I'm saying. Like you you don't really have and, and this may be a shot towards you too and I and I don't mean it to be a shot but at the same time right, it's like called a soulless <laughs> <laughs> but in, in in all reality for me it's like it got to a point where I was just tired of dealing with the liability of investing this time which is the most expensive thing that you guys own this time into people that I wasn't going to get back in a sense you know what I'm saying because we do you devote this time constantly 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 into hollow situations that you know from the get-go you have no purpose for. So in all reality, it's like, yeah, you've been doing it for a certain amount of time, but there's there's no substance. There's no foundation that is not built. And it comes with a choice. So don't get me wrong, because there is a place and there is a space of being single and being your best self. You have to love yourself before you love anyone else. But at the same time, it's like you too by the time you guys get into that space of when you want to be married and when you want to spend the rest of your life with, you're going to get to a point where you're just like, okay, I'm tired of this. I don't want to do this anymore. Let me start finding applicants that can fit this job description. I think that makes sense. And, and, yeah. it, and maybe now I'm starting to think about this more is maybe less about age and more about you having a sufficient time to embrace your singleness. Right. Live your life. Right. And see, and see, that's a good point because mm. there is a wrong way to be single. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. is, there right, is a right, wrong right, way right, to date. Right. And I think we could do a whole nother episode on that because you should. I, I'm going to be clear, fellas, like when you're dating, you need to max out on that because right. dating Okay, plainly, what you're supposed to be doing is gathering data. Okay, that's what you're really supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be getting smarter and smarter with every experience. You should not be just mindlessly and in this autonomous state where you're not actively engaged and involved with the person that you're dealing with and yourself. Absolutely. Because on every date, what you're really supposed to do, and if you're maximizing the dating experience, you're learning yourself and you're learning people, especially the woman. Absolutely. And you're you're gaining a stronger and deeper knowledge of yourself and what you are looking for. Mm -hmm. Therefore, when you are ready to make, that's why if you notice them like older brothers, when they're ready to get a wife, yo, they marrying these chicks in like a month to three months. They're ready to make a decision. They're ready to make a decision because they've gathered the data Mm -hmm. to now be confident in their decision making, which is why I said Seb was a young guy. Seb was with this young lady now for what, seven, eight years before you pulled the trigger? So it took me a good amount of time to gather such data. It wasn't me gathering data from multiple different women because you're not going to find the perfect woman at all. Something is going to have to give. You need to have your list of non-negotiables, things that do not work for you, something that you're not going to sit up here and tolerate. If if emotional intelligence is something that you want, you don't want a chick that's just emotionally all over the freaking place. It's too much for you. So, okay, that's a non-negotiable. You meet with someone that's just like, it seems like you spent a certain amount of time with them and emotionally they're just not not there. Okay, yeah. boom. You, you, don't, you don't fit that, that, that criteria there. But when it comes to it, I spent the time of gathering data with said person because I saw something in them that they might not have saw in their se- themselves. So if you see potential, like you see like a, as a recruiter, right? You see this athlete 
You see, they they stacked, they built, they built a certain way and everything. You see all this potential. You just like, look, if I get the right coaching with them, man, that'll be a first round draft pick. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what the situation was. Hey, ladies, I need you to send me a DM right now. I'm ready to find a goddamn wife. I'm ready for a wife. <laughs> nah, I'm not. I'm still not sold on it. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but, but yeah. I am. I am, like I said, very curious about this. And uh, one of the things I would like to know from you is, is how does support look like from your end? How mm-hmm. does supporting your woman look like? Um, uh, to go back to what I said is uh, when I'm when I'm not feeling. Uh, when I'm not feeling up to it, definitely communicating to me. Give me those words of affirmations uh, that really work for me. Um, no, I'm saying so you supporting your woman. Me supporting my woman. Yeah, how does that look? Asking what do you need. Being there. Sometimes some women may not know what they need because we're very logical. We're very practical. We're going to ask, give me the requirement. Give me what you need so I could get it done. A plus B equals C. Sometimes they're not going to give that to you. Sometimes they just want you to freaking be there. Sometimes they just want you to listen and not try to fix any sort of problems Mm. that they're coming to you. Sometimes you just really do need to be that ear. Man, I've been dealing with this and all this other stuff and all this other crazy. And you're just supposed to sit there and be like, hmm. Even if you know the answer. Even if you know that what she's saying could be hella fucking wrong. <laughs> so and you're just is, like. So you're not mm. jumping in father mode. She already got one. Shit is me, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're not the father. You're daddy. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, s- support is really going to come. For me, the way I support my women is, woman is, uh, you know what I'm saying? Her, her love language is um, personal time. You know, spending that's, that time that's with like, her. I feel like that's most women's is quality time. I mean, in all reality, I mean, shoot, if you're if you're a man of caliber, you're busy. You get what I'm saying? Like you're you're mm. not sitting up here. You're not sitting on the damn couch every fucking day watching ESPN and doing all this other stuff. Not saying that that's wrong. You know, there's time for that. But it, if you're not doing all that stuff, yes, a woman that has a good man is going to want time. I feel like uh, I learned this from uh, my therapist. Men are like waffles, right? And each square, you can only fit a certain amount of syrup in it. You know what I'm saying? So you need to make sure when that square needs to be filled for your woman. Give your woman a square. Because when all reality, when you're fully in tune, when you're fully giving a woman the attention that she deserves at that particular moment, it don't take that damn long. Because sometimes she just want to tell you how her day was. Sometimes she just wants you to lay with her. Sometimes it's just like that. But in all reality, it's not really that long, at least not for me. So when I give you that time, typically she's just like, all right, bye. Like, I'm good. And then you could go doing about what the hell you need to do. You feel me? That, that makes sense. And, and you mentioned something that, that um, you know, I caught, caught my attention is therapist. So you got a therapist. Absolutely. So is that one of the resources that you look to, to to guide you in making the right decisions in your marriage? Absolutely. And is it couples therapy that you're in or is it? Both. Wow. Oh, you, oh, you double therapist up. Wow. Oh, double therapist up, man. Because, that's, that's very uh, mature. Yeah, yeah, you you got to, man. If you if you think, uh, in the Bible it says it's not good for man to be alone. And that doesn't necessarily just mean marriage. That means you need to, oh, and also it's a proverb that you need to seek counsel. You know, that's, that's actually a proverb in the Bible. So mm-hmm. you need to seek counsel when it comes to just your all-around life. That's self-love. That's self-development for a man. Talk to some damn body. Get your some woman help. should not be your damn therapist. It, it, it don't work like that. You asked her to be your wife, not your therapist. There's moments where you need to confide into her saying, this is what's going on, and I need a little pick-me-up, baby. Can you tell me? But other than that, it's like there's a space for that. Get yourself a therapist. 
getting couples therapy, you're now spending the rest of your life with someone, even even though you've been spending your entire life at up until this point by yourself. You got to have counsel with that, because if you think you're just doing it yourself, you, you're you're gonna fail. And I, and I hear you referencing um, your spirituality quite a bit, which yeah. I which I really really like, because I'm I'm deep in the word, I'm oh, deep yeah. in my devotion oh, yeah. right now. Yeah, man. And um, that was one of the things that I was most concerned about when I seen that post from the spiritual word. Yeah. Is that you know do men understand that you need you you do need as a man something to lean on? You need faith to lean on something oh bigger than yourself to lean on. And I'm Absolutely. and I'm and you know, when I'm going to church, you know, and I've been trying out different ones lately, you know, Passion City Impact, and, and now I'm at Buckhead. Yeah. But I'm not seeing many black men at these churches. Yeah. So, you know, how does spirituality come into your relationship? What, what's the impact there? First and foremost, uh, spirituality and uh, a relationship with God does not have to be in the church. The church is a place of praise. And in the Bible, it says that church can be three people talking about God. This could technically be church right now. This is God church. For, God forgive us church. for our, our, our verb, our verbal um, <laughs> communication and, and cussing and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like church, church doesn't have to be like a building. You get what I'm saying? Your relationship with God is the time you spend with him. You being in his word, you devoting time you plan a meetings to to get this check you plan a meetings to get this contract to to build this this business to do all these different things consistently on a weekend basis you meeting at this time this time that time tell me about your meeting with god are you communicating with him are you telling him the things that are hard are you telling him because he's always there it says that in the bible too it says that he's the god that is there in the dark he's there when nobody is there so when you're doing things that you think nobody knows about, oh, he knows. You get what I'm saying? So I, I feel like it's very important that you have that spirituality. You got to have that. You got to have your time with God because he created you. You get what I'm saying? He created you. And I think the woman feels that too. Like, yeah. she, like uh, it does add like a layer of depth to your relationship. Absolutely. Like even, even as like I, I progress, you know, spiritually because I, you know I, I would say too me becoming actually an entrepreneur actually did, has really grown or, or sped up my growth spiritually yeah, you gotta have faith boy you <laughs> yeah, go no, no, damn sure damn right yeah like you gotta I, have I, faith I, 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 I had to find something to lean on quick when this shit hit me right something right? immovable right something yeah. immovable so like I, I realized that it even changed I started changing even small things even like for example if I'm out on a date with a young lady I'm typically gonna lead a prayer Mm. Even when I'm with a young lady, and I noticed just even small things like that, like go changing from like I didn't know. Let me tell you something. I didn't know that one. I did. I, I like that. I one. did. Yeah. Like like I don't. I used to just bow my head and pray by myself. Mm -hmm. And actually, it was one of one of my um, mature uh, ladies that actually checked me on that a while back. Wow. She was like, "Oh, so you just gonna pray by yourself?" Ooh. And I was like, I mean, can we? Can we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's. Let's clap that so, out. Shout out to that one woman. of the mature joints. Shout yeah, out one, to one that of the mature. See, that that's woman. what the mature ones do. Mm -hmm. See, the mature they, ones will check your ass. They'll yeah. check your ass. It's and not about checking. That means she has a non-negotiable. That's exactly what it is, and she knows what she wants. Exactly. And from we you know when she, when she when she said that, I really thought about that. First, I didn't like it. You know, it was kind of abrasive. I'm like, what are you talking to me like? What you mean? Man? <laughs> but after I but after that, I want to. I've, I've started doing that, and I noticed that women are. It's, it's kind of weird. I mean, it's, it's, this is spiritual, but they kind of get almost turned on by it. They're like, oh, okay. 
I mean, that makes you sense. You know God. Because, yeah, exactly. Because you got support. Mm. Yeah. How can they lean on you if you're not leaning on and That's, and that's a small example, but I know even it, it, when you talk about a marriage, I can just imagine how, you know, bringing that into the relationship, how it helps take that, you know, to the next level. Right, because it's a covenant. That's when you're no longer being looked at in God's eyes as two separate souls. Now you're being looked at as one. Equally yoked. Equally yoked. So when it comes to that, people that are out here getting uh, like divorces and stuff like that, I, I understand it happens. But in God's eyes, that person that you first made that covenant with, that's your like you guys have been like soulfully tied together. So on paper, you might have gotten a divorce and everything like that. But in all reality, like spiritually, you're still seen as the one because now you made a promise with God. Right. You get what I'm saying? You made a covenant with God. And it says in the Bible, do not make a covenant with God unless you plan to keep it. So, you know what? Let's let's pause right there because here here is actually a good segue. Yeah. Because I, when I'm looking at the older folks when they were married, right? Yeah. I feel like they could the shit that they could weather is incredible. Yeah. Like when I look at our grandparents and our great-grandparents when they got married, they were weathering ass whoopings. Not to say I'm I'm, I'm promoting domestic violence, yeah. but they were uh, weathering infidelity. They were weathering poverty. They were weathering all of these the most extreme challenges that come with life and and staying staying thick and thin, right? And and I feel now, I mean, like the generation we got now. I mean, you wake up with some. I mean, you your breath too bad one morning. Yeah, they leave some, them, some they leave papers them might get filed. <laughs> They leave right? the guys at the altar, even before marriage. So I want to know now for you, because yeah. you obviously have non-negotiables. So what event would have to take place for you to say, yo, this covenant is a wrap? Um, I feel like if you have, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it has to be something extreme. I don't know, like murder, like if she... She starts becoming like a serial killer or something like that. Nah, like, nah, you be like, yo, yo, that's your, yo, 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 Bonnie and body, yo, put it in the trunk, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you mean? You ain't gonna ride with her? Nah, I'm you, questioning. You I'm gotta, questioning you, gotta, you, now. you gotta, you gotta look at it from a perspective of like, you're not going into something expecting for it to fail. So let and me be it, more specific. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. When it comes to the marriage, it is a institution. You're committed to the institution. When it comes to the person. You go in knowing that the person is going to fail. Everyone is going to fail. You're not perfect. It's the institution that you stay committed to. That's why you can say, oh, yeah, they weathered ass whoopings, poverty, infidelity, all this. That's why these things are a thing, because you're not perfect. It's the institution that you're staying committed to, because God created marriage, not the perfect person in the marriages. So when you're doing that, you're staying committed to the actual institution. So for me, I can't say I really have anything like that. Infidel because if, if, she, if she, right now, if she was the infidelity and everything like that, help me understand. I need to learn. That's a lesson. What did I do wrong? What did I not give you to the point where all that? Because, yeah, you, you, you get your nut. You, you do whatever the hell you got to do. But at the same time, it's like, yo. You have 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes with that man. Okay, cool, no problem. You got life with me. 
So let me let me Man, just, let, me, let me be clear. He was stroking. Let me be clear. Yeah, he was stroking. He was stroking. Yeah. If so you look at it that way, then shoot. That's, if that's if how it goes. I want to be very clear about this because that's very interesting because I've never even had this conversation with you on a personal level. Yeah. So, wife catches dick. Mm-hmm. You find out. Have a conversation about it. Maybe a couple, you know, therapy sessions. But we pushing forward. Yes. Wow. That said, when I find out, I have to take some time. I need to take some time. If I don't take time, I'm gonna end up in jail. I mean, that's traumatic thing. But to you, the, to you, gotta, you gotta, you sure. <laughs> In the words of, in the words of Donda, guess who's going to jail tonight? Like, I can't, I can't, I can't be doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta take time because if I respond knowing myself just immediately, because the first thing you're gonna feel is anger. The first thing you're going to feel is I want to strip this person down to their bare bones. I want to hurt you. I want to hurt them. I want to do, I want to give, because when, when you have a broken heart, they say it's equivalent of being stabbed. So you want to inflict the same amount of pain that you feel at the time, but you're not in your right mindset. You're responding emotionally to a decision. So to be real practical, take some time, go away. And however long that time needs to be, you come back and you have a conversation because sometimes that, that may be a non-negotiable. But for me, I've been in that position. I've been when I've been the one doing the infidelity and she sat right there talking to me, trying to figure that shit out. And as a partner, me personally, in my sphere of marriage, I feel like I owe it to her to have a conversation, to understand that. Don't just get mad. Nine times out of ten, if a woman is going to do something else, you doing some shit wrong. I one thousand percent. It has agree nothing with that. to do with her. You doing some shit wrong. She is some some level it's of lack always of respect. You, it's lack of respect. It's lack of support. You're not doing something right. So you got to learn. A man is going to learn from those mistakes. It may be a non-negotiable, and you may not want to deal with it anymore. Okay, cool. But you better get that lesson. And then keep moving forward. But for me, no, it's not. No, it's not like that. It's not a. Not a Ladies and gentlemen, this brother is army strong. <laughs> because this is why yeah. I'm not married yet, because I have not yet summoned the strength to weather an experience in that fashion. That's but deep, you, you got to be. Cut, that's, though, a, that's a mature type of vibe, though. It is. I learned, I learned this from my godfather. I learned this from my godfather. Like, it's a mature type of decision. Any decision that you make, if you're not willing to accept that shit being done back to you, you shouldn't be making that shit. Don't cheat on a woman if you, if you don't feel like you can handle that shit being done to you. Because nine times out of ten, she's probably doing it. And doing it better than your ass. So you better be ready for that conversation if you find out. She could be doing that shit right now, and I have no idea about it. But at the same time, as a man, as a man, don't go out here doing dumb junk if you're not prepared for that shit to be happening to your ass. And that's that's how I kind of go about life, man. You know, I can't sit up here and think the infidelity that I had early on in my in my relationship and everything that I was got going on. There is not a chance that she could do it do it to me. We are a year in. Well. Well, when it comes to being together, eight years in, we have a whole life to live. Got a long way, a bro. A whole life to live. Whole God life. willing, we survive to be 100 plus. So it's like, if you don't think some mistakes could happen in that time, like, what, what are you in this tip for? Mm. Man. No further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he has went ahead and um, 
put put the gavel down, man. Yeah. I, and and yo, let me let me tell you, that was that was a really interesting perspective because I I would say, you know, when I when I'm when I'm considering where my perspective, you know, comes from as far as the the no marriage before 30, I'm thinking on a I'm talking to to all guys, right? Mm -hmm. I'm painting all guys with a broad brush. And I'm looking at the pace at which guys grow and they develop, especially at this at this day and age. And I will honestly say, said what how you grow and how you develop and how you move is not truly that duplicatable. Mm -hmm. And it's peculiar. It's it's it's, it's a, a rare thing. Yeah, it's a rare thing. Like I, I know, said said is one of the most disciplined men I know. I would even go as far to call him an extremist with how he does things. He has this ability to just stop shit cold turkey, at you know, and, and do things that most men and can't do. And your pace at growth is so fast that I think you're one of the few exceptions that I absolutely do believe you could have a very successful marriage actually breaking that rule because you know there is an exception to all rules mm -hmm. but i want fellas to understand because i think what i what i really got from this it's about you being in a place you know of of growth and understanding of yourself and having that one of my favorite gems was you got to have that vision first before you bring that woman on right. some men not gonna have that vision till 35 some men not going to have that vision till 40 and some yeah. men yeah. are going to be mature enough and more tapped in with themselves to adopt this vision right. as young as 25 26 27 to 28 years old right. which it seems like that's one you know that was something you were able to acquire to now have this successful situation going on with this woman yeah right and yeah. it seems like you you did do what was best for you which which right. I which I really uh, admire for sure and that's something that I I want to make sure is clear in this message do what works for you. You don't have to be like everyone else. You don't have to be married before you're, before you're 30. You don't have to be married by before you're 40 or anything like that. Do what works for you. And you don't have to com you don't have to take into consideration where this other person is biologically either. Because exactly. I think a lot of people make decisions. Like, well, she's this age, so she needs this. It's like, what do you want? What do you want? It's a and new batch turning 18 every day <laughs> and be and be honest about what it is that you want going into this thing don't get wrapped up into hormones mm -hmm. until all of that because we already know once the once the feeling takes place once the climax takes place all the rationale kicks in mm. afterwards so from that point go into this thing like yo i, I know sex is is, is definitely going to be a, a a thing right but outside of that, okay, after we have the sex, this is what I want. This is what I'm trying to go in here getting. Can you provide that for me? If not, shoot, it's probably best when we even get into this show. Like straight up. Mm. You got to be honest with that. I like that, Seth. You're a leader, man. Yeah, I appreciate You're a leader. that. Dog. Which is another mandatory, a mandatory prerequisite. As a matter of fact, said, man, I want you to go ahead and communicate with the listeners let them know where and how they can find you because I'm sure you're going to have some interest. Ladies, stay out his goddamn DMs. Thank you. Thank you. Keep the demons away from this young brother. Thank you. Okay. I, I will pray. Anybody that wants to constructively reach out to my man Cedric, <laughs> how can they get in contact with you, Cedric? Uh, you guys can get in contact with me on Instagram. Uh, I'm pretty pretty active on that when I'm not taking my my hiatuses from, from socials. But it's Cedric underscore Cooper, spelled C E D R I C K underscore Cooper. 
And uh, that's the best way to get in contact. What about with the TikTok? You got a couple of viral videos on TikTok, right? Yeah, I got about like a like a hundred thousand, hundred plus thousand on uh on TikTok, and that's right. just a you know I, I have fun on that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like having fun, you know. Okay. He's serious on Instagram. Yeah. Well, I it's just it's posts. It's, it's mostly just the things I care about on Instagram, which is like hiking, my woman, you know, self discipline, <laughs> film, things like good. that. You know what I'm saying? Those are the things that I'm passionate about that I put on Instagram. On TikTok, I'm just having fun. You know, it's just videos, platform, content. Yeah, that's why I'm having fun. But you, you can find me on the. You uh, said hiking social. before your woman. We're gonna edit that so when she hears it, she hears my woman, uh, my woman hiking. hiking. <laughs> right, right, so, right. You know, we don't cause any issues in hey, the marriage. Hey, uh, self love first. <laughs> self love. Yeah. Self love first. Hiking is where I actually found my true self after uh, going through this phase of my life where I really needed to know myself. And so hiking is, is very important. Prioritize your hobbies over your woman. You heard it first from Cedric himself, guys. We're going to do another episode on that. But listen, man. Hey, I, way to represent, man. Still yeah, not sold, it, but way to represent. Not, it, not sold. Not sold at all. But let me tell you guys, as you guys know, this is first the first episode of many with us having a guest. I think Cedric did a really good job bringing that perspective. But what I want you guys to do right now is to subscribe to this channel. I need you guys to share this to somebody that I know you know needs it. And I know your ass know somebody that needs this message. And listen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Harley Initiated. We is out.